do it. So everyone, welcome back to the Matter of a Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer, and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And I have a twist for you today. Something that's never been done on my show, at least. I have two fantastic podcasters. My boy, Scott Gazzoli, who we call the Spiritual Joe Rogan, and host of the podcast, Causing the Effect. And then Sam Led, who is the one that's laughing because we all know that Sam's rude. <laughs> and Sam is the host of The Fearless Now. I've had them both on my show, two fantastic podcasters, and you're going to love this episode. Now, to let you know, there's no script. There's no questions. This is candy. There's no telling what's going to come out of our mouth. So, kids, close up your ears. I right? close up your ears. But seriously, we're going to get, we're going to look from, we're going to talk about our different experiences and things that you, you can even take from what we have learned on our journey. We affectionately call this what? The Body, Mind, Spirit series. And you're going to see this on our show. We kind of rotate. So it's going to be one month on Sam's show, one month on Scott's show. And this month is going to be on my show. So I recommend you want to get you want to get us every month. Follow all three shows. And with that being said, we're going to welcome both gentlemen to the show. Scott and Sam, how are we doing today? Dude, that was amazing. What a, what a great intro. Dude, I want you to do the intros on my show. I'm doing yeah, wonderful, seriously. man. There's, I see there's a future career there, man. Like that was really chill. I feel even good. calmer. Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm yeah. gonna work on it. I'm I gonna needed, work. I on needed it. that this morning because I I woke up, you know, um, in my own TV show. It was, you know, it was like, yeah, it was like um, Twilight Zone when I woke up this morning. But I'm back. I'm back. You know what? The plan was to start with Scott, right? But I want to talk about your TV show, Sam. Yeah, you talk, talk about, about this Sam. a lot of Instagram. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's been in syndication for, for over 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you're, you were the always one with the answer. And the fact that you're a little razzled this morning, I've never seen you this way. So just tell me what's going on. I want to yeah, know about yeah, it. Yeah, to let, let everybody know. Yeah, Sam is always the calm one, the nice one. Don't I'm the one who's thoughts. Yeah. It's, right, exactly. Uh, Sam reminds me sometimes that, you know, I'm literally, I'm, you know, I can be pretty a lot to take, you know, but, you know, Sam is that guy that you're going to love. So today he woke up in a bad mood and we want to hear about it. What what happened here, Sam? Are you sure you want to go there? Uh, we, <laughs> I always call it, you know, it's 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 once I'm living in, in this television show. We're all living in our own television show. Um, but this time I woke up this morning and. I felt like the whole weight of the world was on me. Like it's, it's, you know, now I'm good. Now I'm, now I'm with my boys. I'm grounded. Um, I'm, I'm actually on my grounding mat and can't see it. And Narada, you would love this thing. It's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like on a, um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, I got all these, these positive and negative ions flowing through me. So I'm good. But I woke up this morning um, with a whole bunch of classic intrusive thoughts that, you know, my mind was just flying, man. And it was heavy. And I, I was in the worst mood. Um, my, my partner, she has COVID again, and she's uh, in Asheville taking care of business for us with our, our place. And then I was thinking of, oh my God, I haven't started promoting my, my, my upcoming webinar on intrusive thinking and, and ADHD that I'm going to be doing bi-monthly starting in October. And I haven't 
and I was supposed to meet someone for lunch and I haven't heard back from them. And I have, I have some bills to pay and I have a sore throat and my throat's hurting me. Oh my God. And then I'm, I'm probably have COVID and, and um, you know, I'm worrying about my parents are getting older. My, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's auto tragic mode. And, um, and then, then I, then like five minutes into it, I started laughing and crying at the same time. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Excuse my French. I'm in my I'm in the TV show right now. I'm in the Netflix movie. <laughs> it's so crazy. And you know, this is where clients why where clients are coming to me about you know how hopeless they feel and how overwhelmed they feel. And I always say, well, that's okay. Just hold on, man. During this conversation, at one some point, you're gonna drop out of the TV show, right? You're gonna change the channel. So gonna, yeah. When you say TV show, right? So TV show is starting Sam. So what channel is this TV show on? Let us know more about this show. Starring, <laughs> you know, I haven't, it's funny. Um, the cast of me is, is, is like, there, I'm not getting paid, you know, I mean, we've been, we all have been on, we're all on our TV show every day, right? We're all in the feeling of, we're, we're in the feeling of our thinking every day. Like we're feeling our thinking. And then there are so many moments where we're dropped into the present moment. And we're right now, Scott in a great mood. Nerado's in a fantastic mood. His, his cowboys are playing. The dolphins are on in the background. And then, and then our mind says, uh-uh, <laughs> you know, come back up here. I miss you. <laughs> and I'm caught up in my concepts and ideas and the should ofs and the assumptions and the, the, the judgments and and um my self-criticism and my criticism of other and like Narada sent me a text this morning you know he's just reminding all of us kids uh, that we're, we're on at 10 a.m and and i and i said oh yes send me the zoom link and he sent me this text while i was in the tv show of this <laughs> it's it's it, it's kind of like you remember the, the movie when we were well when i was a little kid called the never-ending story you remember never ending story yeah. and they're in the swamp of sadness, whatever the main character, the main character and the swamp of sadness is when you enter the swamp of sadness, like it's a slow downward trajectory into depression and, and, and heartache and, and to nothing, you just disappear into the black void of, of nothingness. Well, that's how we all feel sometimes. That's how I felt this morning. Like, holy cow, uh, I'm so stuck. And I interpreted the text that Narada sent me this morning. Oh, I sent to you on August 24th. I can hear my dad like, what's wrong with you, Sam? You, you jerk off. I sent it to you on October 24th. Weren't you paying attention? What's wrong with you, ADD boy? Right? That's what I heard because I was caught up in, I was caught up in, in, in uh, the TV show. Um, and it was like the Netflix movie, the, the, the story of Sam was the illusion of my thinking in the moment. And then within 10 minutes, I took my vitamins. <laughs> I drank my noni juice. I, you know, I did all my woo-woo stuff. I, and then I started, I, you know, I saged myself and, and then I did the Hanuman Chalisa. I did a couple of chants and that doesn't mean anything because my mind was going to settle. It settled on its own. I'm like, Oh, thank God I'm home again, <laughs> back home. And then I looked at like, the text again, I'm like, oh, all Narada was doing was reminding us that he sent the email on the 24th. And 
if I was in a good mood, if I woke up present, I would have been like, oh, cool. Thanks for reminding me. But instead, I woke, I woke up in my um, the Johnny drama TV show, you know, the soap opera. So I've been told that I've been I've been a lot to take because I'm I don't know. I'm I'm very direct. Right. I, it's like a lot of times when I say something, there's no emotions connected to it. I'm just like, hey, you ask the question. This is the answer. Yeah. And people take that as I'm not empathetic sometimes, but I'm like, that's that's how my brain works. Right. And I've companies that I've worked for. I've had situations where like I would get an email from a manager and they'll even copy my manager because I made a mistake. And I would go to my manager and say, what did I do wrong? And then let me fix it. Right. But I'll do the same thing first to somebody else and say, hey, you know, you made an error and I copied their manager and it'll become a thing. Oh, they're upset. They don't like your email. And I'm like, hold on. I get the same the same email. Why is that an issue? Because it's the way we receive information is different. And uh, like you're saying, sometimes is how the the mood that somebody is in that moment because i've had people get mad at me when i send the email and then i will like mess i will give them a few hours and i'll mention them and they're like oh i was having a bad day and i'm like why are you exactly. taking that out on me <laughs> but but you know sometimes that's that's just part of being human right that's just part of being human there's something that i'm learning i wouldn't say being in touch with my emotions but really understanding people better as far as giving information because i'm just i'm i'm direct because you you say that I'm telling you that because I'm getting ready to walk over to Sprouts to get some to get some spinach. So I just want to I send you that text so I can go go on to the next. Right. Thing. But it was completely, completely. Imper it, it, none of it. None of it. And in fact, you know, I had a, was working with a client the other day and I said to him, you know. Even if someone's mad at you, you know, they're only doing their best from where they are if they're caught up in their head and they're in a bad mood and they're, they're they're really caught up in their thinking about stuff then it's not personal none of it is you know you know we we all come from from a different reality we're all living in different realities right but when we're all present we're all the same right that's what we all have in common so you going over to sprout setting this just very innocuous <laughs> neutral text and i'm like <laughs> Jackass, he doesn't think I remember. But see, that's the thing, man. Like we all, we all do it, and, but we all forget, right? Because we mm -hmm. have this machine that wants to keep us safe. It doesn't know the difference between a text that's innocent, you know, and and my ego protecting itself. Yep, one hundred percent. So you know, we we have this brain that that creates problems and tries to fix the problems it creates in the first place honestly that's that's really what it is but once we get really curious about the nature of how this machine works we can then real have agency over like i can drop quicker out of my thinking out of the thought turbulence into the present moment like it, it's going to happen again it may happen in a couple of hours i don't know <laughs> but i will recover quicker um and for me that was my real growing edge I can't tell you like how many years I struggled. Um, I, you know, I've been a coach for almost 17 years. I mean, I've been doing this work for, and, and I've suffered so much in my thinking, something made up, like no one's like, no one's seeing it. It's like, I'm, I'm creating my own suffering innocently. Um, and then, you know, we, we, we live in, in our psychology 
but once we see that our psychology is 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 not living us we're we're we're, we're just it's it's a made up story then we can quickly or see it and then quickly or get more aware and present when it when it's happening without yeah. having to do anything about it i might have to exercise this next few hours because the cowboys uh we have the bangles so that's uh, <laughs> You don't want me to do a podcast after that game. Let me to put it to you that way. And with that, let's let's bring on Sam because Sam had uh Sam is a is a superhero. He had an interesting experience this weekend. This well, well, this week I should say. So tell us about it, Sam. I mean Scott. Uh, sorry, yeah. I, mean, I mean Scott. I didn't Sam. have it. Yeah, you're, you're I was scared. like, yo, Sam's not interesting. No, no, and I think just it all ties into everything that you guys have been saying. And I love that Sam brought up um the father thing because. I always have that issue that you, you you have these, your thought patterns are reinforced by your beliefs and your beliefs are reinforced by your thought patterns that were basically instilled at you at a young age. And, you know, Sam has his thing and I have mine, which is always just being, you know, like, oh, what's wrong with me, basically? Because my mother always reinforced this thing of like, you know, you uh, don't be anybody's jerk, you know, so that just always reinforced this thing. And um, I learned, I had so many insights this week, starting last, last Friday. And it, I, I will start with that story because I just feel like, I've been so exposed to this exactly what Sam went through just the last week. That's why I'm so like, I feel released. Um, I've been having a lot of anger. It's been a tough year. All this stuff has been going on. So Friday, I, um, one of my Jamaican friends, funny enough for Zeke, um, that we're very close, like best friends. And, um, I didn't know, I thought something was up with, with, with why you treat me the wrong way. He didn't want to hang out with me. What's wrong with me, 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 me. And I'm making all this whole thing about me. So I call him, I say, listen, I'm coming over your house. I need to talk to you. Um, and I talked to him and he goes, I won't say his name because the story, you know, involves whatever, but he says, dude, listen, I'm, I'm so sorry. I've, you know, I, I, I lent my friend like $15,000 and he kind of jipped me on it and I haven't been able to go out. I haven't been able to, I've actually been working for the last 22 days straight. And that is why I haven't been around. I haven't been talking about, it. I've been upset, but, and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm such an asshole that I could make a whole story about me and, and do this whole, as Sam was saying with, with this filtering, the filtering, make it about me. And there's something wrong with me. And then ended up as nothing to do with you. So that's, that's one piece I wanted to bring up to people. It's like, it's just unbelievable. Everybody has their shit going on and it's rarely about us. And if you have an issue, speak up about it. And that story will fly throughout this whole situation. So to bring it to, to the next day, this is Saturday night. I am, I'm, I went there, talked to my Jamaican friend. We're hanging out. We're doing a whole thing. And I just tell him, I don't really feel like I should go out tomorrow night. I really just wasn't in the mood to go out. It just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Uh, he's like, all right, then don't go out. It's very simple. Don't do it. Uh, I get a little peer pressure. My friends are flying in. It's New York Fashion Week. It's the best week in New York City. Model Sammy. It's beautiful. It's going to be a big thing. Nice. My friends fly in from France, from Africa. This is the big shots. They're coming oh, wow. in. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. They're like um, from Accra of, of royalty. And then my guys from France. These are like the big ballers. They literally call me at six o'clock like, yo, you're coming out. Uh, you have to. We're picking you up and we're going. I'm like, what are you going to do in that situation? I should have stood my ground and whatever. We go out. And I would say all of the commercial stuff that you could expect of the clout game of what people think you want, uh, the money, the women, yeah. you're doing the whole thing. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck am I doing? Like what? I don't even really want to be here. And like, it just didn't feel right. I guess this is, that's a maturation. That's me getting a little wiser. And me just saying like, if you don't want to do it, just don't do it. Now to the next step, I leave early by myself, 145. I'm waiting for an Uber. Uh, I'm literally going to have a cheat meal, Zeke. So I'm going, I'm looking at my phone, waiting for this Uber. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to order macaroni and cheese bites and chicken fingers. And I can't wait. So this is in my head. What's what I'm thinking out of nowhere. Boom. Blindsided. 
get blasted by uh, a young man and uh, three guys. They tell me, run your shit, which in uh, sorry to curse but that's what they said, um, which means in normal people terms, like give up everything you have. Um, now, in that moment, I would say I became overly emotional. I lost my mind because I just didn't expect it. If they would have maybe approached me and didn't hit me, I may have maybe would have gave them something. Uh, they said, you know, run whatever. I said, you're going to have to kill me. Got big. We ended up tussling a little bit. Security came, broke it up after like 90 seconds to two minutes. So I guess he get jumped, not mugged technically, but had some, you know, issues. And in that moment, um, I literally thought like, I'm, it's over. I'm ugly. It's all done. This is my face. How are you going to work? This is embarrassing. You're a joke. All these crazy things. The same, Sam's morning um, was my night uh, that night. And since that moment, I don't know if something maybe looking at death in the eye and s- staring at it, maybe being reminded of my resilience, maybe I feel like I've released all this tension and anger and all this stuff. And I've literally had one of the best weeks I've had all year. And now to follow up another story of, of this, now, now Tuesday comes, I have to go into work. I call this big meeting with my boss. I've been feeling very angry at work. I've been putting this filter on my mind, similar with my friend. Now I see these, I see these themes and I'm going, what, what, it, it can't be that everybody's treating me like a jerk. Like, is this the way it, this, this can't be true. So I, I, I go and address him and now maybe I'm a little puffed up from standing up to guys and doing all this. And I bring him this thing. And I'm basically the whole shtick of this is I need to restructure my entire contract. Cause I feel like it's not fair for these reasons, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I'm either going to get fired or I'm going to get what I want. There's no in between here. And I go and I lay, I made up this whole thing. I almost got myself sick. Like this is over. You're going to blow your whole career. I go walk in calmly, respectfully lay out my points. This is my boss. Sam is a 75 year old Jewish man. Who's very tight with his money. And the whole gist of this is basically by the 15th, you got to give me 150 grand. That was basically the gist of it in a nutshell. This, the whole, I do the whole thing. His response was Scott. I had no idea you felt this way. I did never thought, looked at the contract this way. We should get you your cash flow. I'm so sorry. We'll send you a check on the 15th. Oh, well, that's amazing. Couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you make up all these things and your stories in your head that Sam made up this morning about Zeke's text. And even looking at Sam's text, I'm looking at Sam. You went the last three texts. Sam, be right there. I'm on. You guys there? Sam's still running. He's still running. It's just hilarious. (laughs) So I it's just funny. Sam was having this day because I I was basically living my my whole year this way. And now I'm not. And Sam got a little bit of it. He thinks I'm passing the torch. It's like it's like, (laughs) take it, take it. I don't want nothing to do with this. So this and I would say this week, I've really just. The thoughts, when things are negative, they, the beliefs come to define who you are. And those thoughts and your beliefs define your reality. So that's why I was miserable. And this, I love this. this. Yeah. This and this great, week man. has just been, dude, when I tell you beautiful, listen, it's nice having more money. It's nice, you know, stand, yeah. but like outside of that, the way I've yeah. looked at the world and it's like basic things of like yeah. being grateful, like waking up and just being like, yo, I'm alive. I, I was just about like, to say that. You just read yeah, my I could have. I could have. The, the EMT said if it was an inch higher, I lost my eye. No, like boy. shit. Like wow. Like a little. It could have went if I if I fall. If I yeah. if I got knocked. Things could have went dramatically different. So this slight shift in perspective has totally. And even the way I'm treating people, like the world looks more vibrant. And I'm not right. saying it's a near death experience. It's just sometimes. I think by being in chaos, it kind of helps you get out of the chaoticness. It's like, yep, that's real chaos. Like you made up chaos. Yep. That's chaos. 
And yeah. um, I'm going to stop talking for a second just because I, I went know, off there. I, you know, because this is – I love it. Are we matching? Are you wearing purple? I'm wearing blue, blue purple. Okay. This is guns so out today. It's a very oh. it's cut off and the guns are out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guns are out, man. I feel it's good. About... <laughs> I feel good. Okay, I love it because um you just described, you know, we write love letters to our, our loved ones. Like I mean, I can get all sappy. I I'm a romantic at heart with my my lady, my genie. And I've made many mixtapes to her. Love let and they're like you know, audio love letters. And you put your I grew up in a generation we actually had mixtapes. Would you just describe Scotty is those are all love letters. Be, you know, the, the chaos, the, the, the thought turbulence, the, 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 and then the physical manifestation of it with you getting into this horrible, God forbid, never happens again. Um, situation is it's a love letter to self. It's, it's saying, Scott, you don't realize how, how loved you are, not just by people, but the love you have for yourself. And, the love letter is the wisdom in the craziness, the thought turbulence, the over the overwhelming thoughts that you feel like a loser. You feel like you're not being whatever. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. And the love letter is Scott. This is an opportunity to pivot the presence to, to get present to what is right now. Um, and we all forget about those love letters. Like we think the thought like that thought when I woke up this morning, and I was so like caught up in this, 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 you know, the, the I would call it intrusive thought turbulence, but you can call it whatever you want. Um, I wasn't able to see the forest and the trees because I was so zoomed in to my, my TV show. <laughs> you can, we're going to na- have a name for our TV shows, like, cause our separate, our separate TV shows, my, the Netflix, whatever the Netflix movie of the, of the moment was in my going on in my head, the tape recorder in auto tragic mode, right? Hitting play innocently. You know, our brain is is a machine. It's a hard drive. It's a tape It's a real, real tape recorder that's all of a sudden hits play because someone says something like Nirvana <laughs> sends me that text, which was so beautiful and innocent, right? But I was seeing it through my living because I was living temporarily in, in my my TV show of assumption and criticism and, and, and chaos um, that... If we take a step back and 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 pump the brakes a little bit and just kind of move away a little bit from our thoughts, like back off our thinking for a second, you know, we get to have perspective and then we see the beautiful design of our, the system, um, uh, the brain, how much the brain loves us, what the brain does to keep us safe. And it's the craziest, the craziest things it does, but we're suffering in the moment because the brain is throwing all this crazy thinking and, 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 uh, and intense thought at us. And, and then it's attached to feeling. And then there's the ball game because then we start believing it. But the beautiful thing with, you know, our conversations here and the spiritual nature of the human condition is that we do have agency. We do have discernment. We do have the conscious Scotty, the conscious Narada, the conscious Sam can have this religious moment, this spiritual moment where he can step away and back off his thinking, back off the old tape. You know, I was, I hear my, I don't know. You all hear this, but I hear my dad. I hear, I become, I have Putin thinking, I have Shanghai Shek thinking, I have mm-hmm. the Dalai Lama thinking, God, the Dalai Lama chimes in. And none of that's real. What is real 
is right now when I'm talking to my boys here and we're sharing our, our experience. But once we see that, that we are not our experience, mm -hmm. that what we are is so much bigger than that. Wow. I, didn't... I, start, I mean, do you remember when you, when you were playing the guitar, was it last time? I was like, yeah. I was almost tearing up. It was just so, you both were sharing. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, because once you see how blessed we are just to be alive, you know, it's like that song from the famous musical company, Being Alive. You know, it's so, it's just beautiful. Like how the gift of life, like what are the odds that we, that a Scott came into being and a Nerado came into being and a Sam came into being? Like, I mean, one in a billion. What is? I don't even know. What Scott? You're the math math wizard. It's a lot. So I can just tell you that from. It's just so funny seeing Sam's experience because Nerado texted that that text, and yeah. I just finished doing arms, and I was like, my reaction, I was like, boom, and I was grateful because I'm like, Nerado's more on top of it than I am because I was waiting for somebody to bring it up. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's go. So it's just funny how you just see two <laughs> right. totally different situations, and. I've looked into this because I was like, I, I was in my depression and whatever. And it's interesting from a scientific standpoint, it's called priming. So your brain is working on a, it's called an activation uh, inhibition model where your brain is going to be primed by your beliefs to look for whatever you're believing. So it's going to shut down. So if, I, if you're looking to look like, like, look like whatever, like me looking like a jerk, I'm going to find every reason and I'm not going to find the gratitude or I'm not going to find this other piece. And right. it's just funny. That's why the, the depressed human beings will always see a more depressing world. So anybody's going through that stuff. Just remember, like, it's just like how Sam always says, you're literally a machine and that the balancing of the divine self with, which mm. I say is the, the free, the free flowing, the formless and the mind, which is the machine is the, the, the balance of life. That's the yin and yang. What's that theory? Was, oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Sam. No, 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 Scott. no, no, no. It's I want to highlight theory. that. Yeah, what's that theory again? Oh, that's called the activation inhibition model. Um, the brain selective filtering system. It's called priming. You're priming of the brain. So even like um, it's it's simple. It's how we were created to have an aim. So if you have an aim, that's why everything always just goes great because you, if you're aiming something like Nerado's aiming at ten pounds lean muscle, that's what that's going to be on your mind, and you're going to keep yep. seeing stuff that way. If you were saying I'm going to get fat in ten, or I'm going to do I'm I you know getting whatever your negative thing is, you would see that. Um, and that's, I have a, I actually found the psychology today article about it. I'll send it over to you. I'm um, after this. It's basically just, you know, how you're thinking creates a reality. I was so, I was so blown away. I'm like, how the fuck did this all happen out of like something that could have broke people? Cause everybody's calling me this week. Are you okay? My, my boss wants me to get therapy. Yeah, like, we were Do calling I you. I everybody was, calling was everybody was packing. I took it. Like, I guess maybe I'm the guy in war who like would be the killer who just doesn't like the chaos gets me going. Like it snapped me back into reality. Like, yo mother. You got it pretty good. Like, stop, stop freaking yeah. out. Cause some, and I'm, and now I'm looking at it. The first instinct was how this happened to me. But, and now I'm like, I'm, I'm truly grateful that it happened to me cause I could handle it. And not only could I handle it, I'm going to turn it into something incredible. Like I'm on a Batman program. Like I, I've been up 3am every day, meditating for two hours. And when I'm saying hitting it, I'm hitting the gym. Like I've never hit it. I'm basically acting like I'm Batman now. So it's, I, I'm grateful for it. I love it. You know, it's you and I, it's, I do have a lot of similarities, Scott. So when I'm going through things, one thing, no matter what's happening in my life, unless I absolutely need to, I don't tell anybody. There may be a few people I might mention it to. And the reason why I don't is because of their reaction. 
because your reaction is going to make me react a certain way. When I'm going through something, I'm trying to think about how I'm going to get through it, how I'm going to know, what can I do to make it better? I tell somebody else and they just start mm -hmm. freaking out. Like I remember when COVID first started and I had a scratchy throat. I didn't feel 100 percent. And I felt myself as like, maybe I had a fever, but I'm Jamaican. I don't really test my temperature. I just put my hand on my head. So, <laughs> so I, I said, I text a couple of my friends and I say, Hey, I'm not, I, I got tested for COVID. I'm not sure if I have it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be fine. You know, the yeah. health and all that stuff. But I was like, I'm not sure if I have it, but I'm getting tested. And one of my friends, I mean, she was talking about, you could get intestinal scarring and <laughs> lung scarring and this could happen and all that. I'm like, first of all, I don't know if I have COVID number one, number two, Anything that happens to me after I got COVID, I have no control over. And three, yeah. you're freaking me out. So does this <laughs> I'm, I'm being freaked out because my baby, my baby, my baby, my beloved, my partner has it right now. Well, you know, has it right now. And now I'm starting to think, crap, now I got to tell her about intestinal, intestinal scarring. That was lung scarring. It was lung, lung scarring, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, Narada and Scotty, this, you guys are just, just a beautiful share. Um, I don't know about you. Do you talk to your pancreas and, and tell them to do a better job? Do you tell, I mean, I don't know about you. Do I, I don't talk to my liver and say, Hey, you know, you need to do a better job about filtering these toxins out. I mean, what I'm saying is we're being life. We're being lived by life. Like we don't need to do anything. Like it's already happening. Like we don't know why, what the, like, what, what the hell? Like, that's what I'm saying. Snap, snap, snap. Like our kidneys are the, the 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 intelligence behind our existence. Now I'm talking about intelligence in the in the brain because the brain most going to be brutally honest. The brain's stupid. The brain's <laughs> a stimulus response machine. It's great without you. If you're a mechanical engineer, your brain you're using your brain and you're using your brain. But but mo a lot of life, most of life is it's outside of the machine. I mean, you know, we make our best decisions. We fall in love. I've talked about this before. We fall in love. We we buy our first car. Not not we get our first great job. Not from our brain, but from from what I'm pointing to here, which is this intelligence, this wisdom, like life's got us. Like I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know about you, but like, I don't need to talk to my fingernails to say, Hey, you need to, you know, stop growing so fast. <laughs> no, cause life is being lived by us. We're not like, we're not control of the rudder. We're not flying the plane. You know, sometimes when we're hitting thought turbulence, we sometimes need to let go of the controls. So we can hit a, so, so we can let our system, our brain, which has this operating system, like find a smoother thought altitude. And for me this morning was like, I was freaking in a, in a hurricane of, of, of thought and thinking and it meant nothing, but sometimes we take it on as, as something, um, you know, I, um, the, the, the illusion the the story, the um, the narrative, is is something that we all have agency over. But when we try to control the narrative, we try to use techniques and and, and or, or or any kind of way to, you know, to to change the narrative. That's a lot of hard work, and and actually it creates more narrative that maybe that feels negative. For me, that was like, oh, well, okay. I just need to like hang, sit with it. I mean, it sucks. Exactly. You be sit with it, um, and and allow the beautiful design of of the this machine. Not our our spiritual self. It's got it. Like 
Scott, who Scott is and who Narado is when he when we're present. You got it. You're freaking Superman. You're master of disaster, if you wonder. Whatever it is, you know, you got it. It's it's when we get we start believing the story is truth. And you know, listen, you know, that stuff happens. Um, and it's also okay to to get, get caught up. Um, you can't get it wrong with this, but but you know, I believe in less suffering. I believe right. in, you know, what's the, what's, you know, all roads lead to Rome, but I'm going to take the, the route that doesn't get stuck with the, I don't know. Stuck in mud and. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take the, I'm going to, I'm going to take the freeway with, I'm going to use ways. We have this guidance system, right? It's like, um, I'm going to use, I'm going to, I'm going to start listening to my guidance system more than I have been in the last couple of days. Um, and we know where that is. Like, I heard this example too from another coach and you'll love this um, named Linda Pransky. Who's she's y'all should look her up. She's a toll trip, but she's very, very brilliant. She's like, you know, when you try to look for your keys, it's a lot of work. And some, and most of the time, or a lot of the time you don't find your keys, but when you forget about, when you stop trying to look for your keys, you find them. That's wisdom. That's knowing. When I stopped trying to fix my, my um, internal, um, soap opera going into my head, my, my, my neuro, I call, I call it my neuro temper, ta um, temper tantrum. Right. Um, I settled. If I try to fix it, you know, if I, if I called my, my, my partner, if, you know, I say, you know, I'm feeling really crappy right now. Like, I don't know what to do with it. You know? And, I, and again, it, sometimes that helps when we need, we need people, we need connection. But when I started trusting myself that it's going to settle, it settled a lot quicker. I'm not saying we don't need people when we're going through hard times, but sometimes we can do it ourselves. We can. And you know, it's interesting you're saying that because just have my brains kind of just kind of moving here. And I was thinking about me, even with the gym, something as simple as picking out what I would wear to the gym. Yeah. When I, when I first started, like, not at first, but at some point I just, I was very conservative with what I wore to the gym. Because I felt like people would, you know, would say, you know, he's showing off his legs or this, that, or he's an egomaniac and, and which is probably all true anyway. But, <laughs> but now, but I also had to ask myself, how does it make me feel? Dressing a certain way, going to the gym makes me feel like Superman. And I love dressing that way. Why does it matter what I'm thinking people might be saying? And if they are thinking those things, does it really matter? Right. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's I, I love that. And sometimes I like, love listening to your show, especially with Nick Tech and you have Scott on because you talk a lot about us believing that story that we're making up that a lot of time is not even true. By the way, my, my story it's, is all, no, it's never true, dude. It's never true. My story, is all, my story is more graphic. So it's probably on like HBO Max or something. I, I think it's probably too much with it for <laughs> Netflix, but it's on its own social. It's uh, on its own um, a media network. Black market. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got to pay some extra gurus to get yeah, this. You got to know. You have to, right. Exactly. There's special. It's like a special passcode to get in. Yeah. All right. So, so Scott, so tell me what's, uh, what's going on with you lately, man? Like, you know, cause I know you've kind of been quiet in this show. No, man, I'm, I'm just listening. And, and I, I was in Sam, your, your piece, the point you were bringing up on suffering, right? Um, it, it, it's just interesting. Cause this whole thing that's been happening to me mm -hmm. and like, I, I feel sometimes the easiest way to get rid of your suffering is through your suffering. 
And if you use a fear, for example, uh, pick your fear, whatever, the person who's fear of heights, if they stay away from the heights for 10 years, 15 years, they're missing out on all their experiences, right? But if they decide one day, I'm going to step through this fear, the yeah. fear no longer exists. Yep. So I've been looking closely at what, what, why do we suffer? What is suffering? And I'm reading um, Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, which, oh, I'm, wow. yeah, it's fantastic, right? For, for Nora, have you, have you heard of that? You must read it. You I haven't, but I'm going to check it out. Read. Oh, dude. Okay. So, I have it yeah. right here. Okay. Uh, so my, uh, yep, the quick right thing here. is yep. one of the top psychologists in the 1920s uh, gets put in a concentration camp because he's Jewish. And it's his basically diary of what he saw when it pertains to suffering to the I'm human right experience. Here. And really what he, what his point is, if, if there is a meaning, if you are choosing, which I think all of us do, because you can choose life has no meaning or your life does have meaning. If you choose that your life has meaning at all there, then there has to be a meaning in your suffering. So suffering is going to be a part of life because it's just life. Uh, the same thing, fate, the same thing, death, but without Without suffering, you can't learn from things. Without your suffering, you would never understand what it is, wh where it is. So I'll give you guys a personal, another thing that just happened. This is like a bit of a crazy week. So yesterday, uh, feeling great. People start um, bringing up that my ex-wife is getting married again that day. And I would say it was just a very weird thing, right? Because it's people bring it up. Why do people bring it up? It's drama, right? But I was getting a little revved up and I would say a little Sammy running my show, which I would say it's like, you know, Goodfellas or a casino. It's a regular Italian thing. And <laughs> right. instead of like pushing away from, I don't know, it's just, you know, you could, you could get angry, you could get what if and all this weird stuff. I just said, I'm going to sit with that. I'm going to look mm. at everything. I'm going to go. I'm going to fucking torture Instagram. And I'm just going to sit. And it ended up like it ended up just calming down into a place of, again, gratitude and happiness where I was like truly happy for my ex. OK, this is a happy thing instead of making it a negative thing. So the perspective, I'm learning that I could have either perspective and maybe people like me, I'm a little bit black and I could be very black or very white. You do have the power to choose what you want to suffer in. If you, if you want to get through something, you could certainly walk through it if you're courageous, if you're fearless, and if you want to take that step. What I learned from that whole experience I went through yesterday is like your scars, whether they be emotional, whether it be physical for me, they can destroy you if you choose to. Um, but if you choose to survive them and choose to endure, then they could transform you and they can give you power and they could give you the strength mm. to, to walk through it. And that's how I'm feeling. That's why I'm so jacked up. Cause I feel like I've, I've went through like 10 years of, of, of wisdom in a week of, I like, God is just throwing these, these, these like awesome. tests to me. Yeah. And, um, I feel like I could have broke, but I choose not to, it's just not happening. It's I not even, that. it's not even a thing. It's so, so you might. Sorry, your mind made up. Oh, I'm sorry. So I would say your mind told you you're you're saying that this is what I'm going to do, and then you're doing the right things to get you there. That's something that that we think we do miss a quite, quite a lot. Before you come on, before you say something, Sam, I'm thinking about something. I watch cartoons a lot. Everybody knows that I love cartoons, right? And especially Disney. So I like Inside Out from Disney's like mm -hmm. one of those cartoons I used to watch. And you know where I'm going with this? Because there's like anger, there's sadness, yep. and there's all these different emotions going on in the head. But the moral of the story, and that's what one of my buddy told me this years ago. He said, the moral of the story is we need them all. We need them. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? We They're, need them all. The, the ahead, friends sorry. we don't want, yeah, the, the friends that sometimes we don't want to have around us, um, it's because it's uncomfortable. But you know, it's, and the reason why, I mean, we all do this is is that it's not it's not the actual what's happening in our life or 
it, it's that we're scared of being scared. Like it's not scared. It's not the fear. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of having a, an scary experience. Um, and, and interesting is, is none of that fear, none of that scare is real. None of, none of the, if you walked around we've, I think you talked about this before. Like if, if, if you could remove the narrative going on in your head, the made up story, right. When, when you learned that your wife is your ex-wife is getting remarried, if it was neutral, you would have just, you wouldn't really, you just say, oh, okay, that's, an, that's, that's great or whatever. Um, and I've, and I've spent the day walking around just complete neutrality. I don't know if you try this, if you try forcing it, if you're not in the mindset or you're not present and grounded, it's hard to do that. Yeah. You can't push it, but I've walked around outside neutral a car accident, neutral Her friend got cancer diagnosis, neutral. Right. I'm not saying, and it's, and there's nothing wrong with not reacting to it. Right. Like I, we think our outside world um, is affecting our, our inside world and, and our brain convinces us that it, but it's not, it's the other way around. And the suffering part is like, once we see like, and it might not happen to like today, I didn't have, there was no wisdom. I didn't really see it. I just saw like I was caught up and I was able to settle quicker than I have in the past. But sometimes there's so much wisdom in that noise, right? The wisdom is like, look how blessed your life is. The wisdom is see the contrast. It's the contrast that's important because the contrast is telling us like, you're far away from your center right now. You're far away from your, your essential self. Your innate, who you are is not any, any of this, even if the noise is reminding you of what happened in the past or whatever. And, you know, inner knowing is, is it's like kind of like, um, I used to smoke. So I used to love smoking cigarettes for a long time. Oh my God, it was great. Especially when I was in grad school, you know, I felt like Woodward and Bernstein, I'm writing papers and doing my, my thesis. And, um, None of the cancer studies, none of like my, my family telling me how bad smoking is or my friends saying we don't want you to die, all this stuff can convince me to quit smoking. I knew it was bad for me, but it, I had to have my own insight, Just my own. I had, to, I had to see that from, from that place of inner knowing for me to really see that I need to quit. And then I quit. I quit on my own, not because of any of the, of the cancer research or that have had family members that died of lung cancer because I needed to just to have that inside of myself. Yeah. It's almost like you're deprogramming. Like you had this, this thing programmed to, okay, smoke. And then all of a sudden you have to see something that shifts you out of it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I think so the overarching think of this is, and I think all of us sort of have a why, but like that, that inner strength that you find, and this comes back to, to, to the book. It's like the, the reason why men, the certain men, uh, Victor Frankl stated that certain men survived the concentration camp was their inner strength. And it was their why for living, whether it be your family, whether it be right. whatever they that meaning. is. They yeah, felt that they had meaning in every minute of every day. And I, and I love you pointed that out because I think that what, when we see how valued we are in this world, when we see our value, not from a material value, but just from being a good friend, being a good, a good yeah. sibling, being a good partner, being a good coworker, being a good human, right? I'm not saying you have to look, hold an old lady's hand and walk her across the street, but that's what I mean, Victor Frankl had just oodles of compassion for his captors. Think about that, brother. Like he had compassion for the, the Nazi guards that were systematically um, murdering his fellow prisoners in the camp. He still had compassion for them because 
he would the, he saw their psychological innocence underneath you know underneath their murderous rage like um that to have that capacity for compassion is also to have tremendous capacity for our own murderous rage for our own self I'm not talking about like physical yeah. but like when we turn it inwards and that's why um it's why it's such a blessing to be here in this moment it's such a blessing yep. to to be present with all of you is is that that's you know people think like i don't know do you remember when um when when uh, will smith like he, he after that whole incident with chris rock he had got on a plane to india to go talk to his guru like he literally got on a plane and flew 8,000 miles to India and spent time with his guru and God knows where in India, like the guru is us. Mm-hmm. And I know that's so, that's so like, you know, personal development, Naresh, but it's true, man. The guru is us. Right. So we don't need it. And that's hard to hear because we look for, exter- we know we, our brain is looking for external, you know, external help. So what, what would, then with the role of say having someone who can put you back on that right road, quote unquote. Well, they don't put us back. They're 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 the cattle. They're they're kind of like Moses in the desert, <laughs> shepherding the Israelites. And you know, it and that's you know, as a coach, that's I'm the shepherd, right? Narado, you're you're shepherding people back to what they've already known, you know, talk about physical health and Scott financially. You're shepherding people to, to finance back, you know, back to financial wellness. Um, that sounds weird, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it, it's the same day job. Thing. Yeah. And, and, but what you guys are talking about is like what I try, like with young men in the gym, like I do this every day. Cause it's just men, young guys. I, I see by not having a father, I, maybe they sense it. We all sense it. And as a, I, I would say in a previous life, I was a sage or some type of shaman that was like, I think you were. Yeah, I don't I'm not here. All I'm here to do is try to get like what exactly what Sam said is to shepherd a person to get what they want. But like if I want a kid to see something that they're angry, if I tell them you're angry, that's not going to work. I have to like you guide them to the peace, to the answer. It's almost like inception, but like I'm just guiding them towards a certain peace. And this is what I I feel like I just do this all the time. And it's like I just want if you don't the whole thing, bring a horse to water. It's like I that you have to do that without them knowing you're, you're taking the horse to the water. And that's the point. What I try to do with people is like, you got to figure it out yourself. And that's why I, I feel like people in life, even I'm sure you guys probably get, I get it all the time. Why are you doing <clears throat> podcast? Why are you doing this? Cause when you live outside the box, it's like, I don't tell anybody what to do about anything. You live your life. Let me live my life. Cause that's the way this has to work. I'll try to, I'll try to help somebody of course, but I'm not here to, to con- construct my world onto you. Cause it's all free flowing to me. It's all just a game. Everything's just a game. And you know what? I want to add on to that, Scott. I think that how we, when whenever a situation happens, how we react to things are extremely important. And I think Sam talked about it so much already, is that story that going on in your head. The same exact situation can happen. Like say, say the COVID scenario. My response to it was, well, you know what? I didn't even start working. I was working from home and I felt good. I just didn't feel 100%. Let's get tested mm-hmm. and move on. While the people that was telling me that I'm pretty much dead at that point. You know, same react. Now, if I had freaked out, I probably would have even caused more health issues on top of that because I'm not creating stress. Right. So today, mm-hmm. the way you respond to things and that's something I have to learn over time, because growing I grew up in a household where something happens, you take care of it, you fix it and we respond to right. it, kill it at a moment. But there were times when that's not needed. Sometimes, like Sam says, you'd have to get back into present and realize what's going on at that moment. 
and not buy into the story, which I think that as humans, we tend to do consider think about how now there are so many people who are not diagnosed with ADD, not diagnosed with OCD, not even anxiety, but they'll run around and tell everybody I'm OCD. I'm, I'm, I have anxiety. I have this. I have that. Right. But you really haven't been. And I'm, I'm not saying that may not be true in some cases. But truly, is it because of something happens in just how you're responding to it? And Sam, I would love for you to talk about this. Is it because and this is a really a real question? Is mm. it because of just how you're responding to the situation? Or is it more of yes, there's things going on that you may not have control over? Or kind of give us more insight, Sam. And Scott, I'd like you to add on after this too. I'll let the master to take this one first. And <laughs> I, I I hope I have well, I have can very you, yeah. can you if you can just kind of ask me again and just you know condense it into so you go ahead i got you i got condense you it, so, condense it, what, bring, yeah. i got you i got you i got you so what i'm bring, thinking bring is right now yeah everything going on right now with you know the people saying you know i'm diagnosed with this i have ocd anxiety so on and so forth right what would be what do you think is the reason that's causing that that change in society these days the change in what society why people are constantly believing oh i have anxiety i'm ocd i'm ADD. okay right and and it all goes back to the we're going to go back to caveman times. Um, we, we, we have a brain that hasn't really evolved since caveman times. So it's still stimulus response, but we're in a, we're in a technologically advanced, very high, high uh, stimulus, very, very, um, you know, um, kind of lights, camera action, Las Vegas lights, social media um, world that we live in. And so, so we're constantly, flooded with overstimulation, which we never had, you know, again, the brain has not evolved since we first started walking on this planet. So, so when our brain is, our brain is doing the best job it can because it's a stimulus response organ. Um, it doesn't understand why it doesn't, doesn't know what's going on. And so this flood of stimuli over time, the brain is kind of freaking out about, it's like, what do I do with all this? I don't know what it is right? It's got to protect itself. And so the anxiety and all this stuff, um, it becomes, I think, our own mantra. We, we innocently kind of make it our own mantra. It becomes um, a, a it becomes an addiction almost. We get addicted to anxiety to no fault of anyone's own. It's just, we're talking about machine here. And once we can see the difference between our anxiety our the, the, when OCD diagnosis, and I think that mental health uh, industry is doing a lot more. And again, this is my personal bully pulpit opinion: doing more a lot of harm than good. Sometimes a diagnosis is good because then it allows us to see, like, um, allows us to see what's the illusion. Like, OCD doesn't exist, man. Anxiety doesn't exist. ADHD doesn't exist. It's ADHD thinking. It's OCD thinking. It's anxious thinking. Right. And if we can see like it's not real, it isn't real. It feels real because we feel our thinking. We're, you know, we're living in a world of our thinking. But but when people get caught up in the story about I hope I've answered this um in the way you were asking yes. for, yes. we get caught up in the story about our anxious thinking. And then we start we start thinking our anxious thinking. And then we start looking at our anxious thinking as something that we need to fix. Well, we're actually adding more thinking on top of thinking, and then it becomes our our persona, right? And for, I, I mean, for years, boys, I became ADHD 
the ADHD villain. You know what I mean? I felt like a villain. I felt like I'm so messed up. I felt so broken. It became me. Like every time I did something stupid, oh, my ADHD, look how broken. There's another example. My doctor, my psychologist tells me how, you know, this is going to be with you for the rest of your life. You know, we need to treat this. And and that's innocent too. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of great clinicians out there that want to do the good work. This is how they're trained. They're trained in disease. They're trained in di- disorder. They're trained in dysfunction, right? Dysfunctional prefrontal cortex. We have, well, the, the, the something's not synapsing correctly. But once I saw, and once people begin to see, and once my clients see that they're not attention deficit, they're attention different. They're not OCD. This is how mind works. This is how our mind works. This is how Nerado minds work. You know, in our mind, and this is how Scotty's mind work. And our minds are as different as the billions of scars, scars, stars in the sky. Like we're all, we all have different brains. And once we back off the disordered, the disordered diagnosis, and we see like, okay, I grew up in a, a society like we all have, right? That we didn't go through brain pilot training. Like, I don't know if, about you, but I didn't go to a brain, how to use my mind correctly class, right? I learned how to memorize stuff. Mm-hmm. I learned how to take data in as a sponge and then vomit it in a test. Like, you know, when a pilot, a pilot, if, you know, I mean, I, I love air, I love um, airplanes and flying and all that stuff. Uh, and there, and a pilot that goes to wants to become a commercial pilot or whatever, um, they, they go to pilot training school. They learn the science of flight. They learn aeronautics. They learn how to, you know, how to, they get certified on an aircraft. Why aren't we certified with our brain? Like, you know, if, if I have a brain that works really fast, it's really sensitive. And sometimes it jumps the gun or it's, or, or it, it misses details because it's going so fast. Well, there are, there are 180 million. So po- there are probably a lot more of folks with my kind of mind. They're doing the same kind of stuff. Why isn't, in our formative education, I know this has gone way beyond your question, in our formative education, that why aren't there training programs within school that are teaching us how to use our mind correctly? And the answer is, I don't know. Um, I think that it's, you know, change, especially in education is tough. Change and in, in it's, in, again, we're habituated creatures. Like, um, Right, a belief <laughs> system. I had doctor. I, I had doctor. Like, does that answer your question, Rob? That's exactly. That's no. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And you even took okay. it beyond that. And I love that. I'm I had sorry. to stop before you answer. <laughs> no, I'm no, gonna no. say this. I had Doctor Chris Lee on the show, yeah, last year sometime, and he mentioned that there are two things that you do not learn in school: how to balance a checkbook. I mean, when we were kids, you know, we were around. There were such things as checkbooks, and I guess now it's just balancing your bank account or whatever. And how to deal with complex emotions. And those are things we don't learn. Just like Sam just said, you learn to spit out things, spit out. In a, and if someone acts up or what we call acting up, we say, oh, that kid's just a bad kid. Not realizing that that kid brain may just work differently. And some of the most brilliant people in the world struggled in school. Right. And I'm not going to get into that whole story, but, you know, we know that's true. So yeah. anyway, I'm saying that it's and another thing I want to tie it into the physical piece of it. Someone posted on Instagram one time that says, you're not diabetic. You have type 2 diabetes. Same thing that Sam is saying. You're not OCD. You have 
OCD thinking. You're not ADD. You have ADD way of thinking, right? It's just a different way of thinking. Because when you mm. say, when you recognize it, what they call the illness, now you're telling yourself that something is wrong with you. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It can become, you're exactly, spot on. You pin the tail on the donkey right there. It's like, we've, we need to back off. We need to back off the diagnoses. It's helpful as a starting point. It's if you look, I grew up in a mental health family. My father's a physician, psychiatrist. I mean, it's funny. My father, psychiatrist, and I, I realized I've been in psychotherapy for forty years indirectly. And he's a he's one of the he's one of the good ones. He is one of the good ones. My sister and I we feel blessed. Um, and it's no one's not not most clinicians, most psychologists are brilliant, and they do want to do the good work. Seriously. I mean, I'm not going to, there's some bad seeds like in any industry, but we've lost the script and I don't mean to get on some kind of, you know, comment my bully pulpit, but we've lost the script. We've, we've forgotten what, why we have these, this, um, we have mental health care and why we have public health, mental health care um, in the first place. Right. Like to, to, to see like, okay, yeah. Um, I have just a different kind of brain. I need to, Learn how to use my brain to work for me. Okay. Mm. Conversely, um, we need the contrast though. Like we need it. Like there's no, we need to feel upset. We need to feel depressed. We need to feel anxious. We need to feel OC. I mean, I need to have rituals sometimes, right? Because it helps me get present. If I see this as, the, the check engine light going on on the mind saying, Sam, you're caught up in a whole bunch of rituals right now, right? It's okay. But you need to pivot the presence because, um, you know, you're caught up in the, in Sam's OCD movie, <laughs> his OCD show, right? Right. They'll turn into a mini series and they'll turn in multiple seasons, which it, which it had. And I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want people to get caught up. You know, there are a lot of people walking around that have been in their mini series for most of their life. And then it gets to the point where they're institutionalized. And that is so sad because, Very. because once we see how, how much blessed, how much of a blessing this life is and every minute and every hour of every day is such a blessing. Yes, it's true. And this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I want to say this has been because we we can start talking forever. <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking at time. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I think it's over an hour. Most of my episodes are like 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah, so we I'm always like, do this. But we have another part coming. Remember, rotate. We have uh, causing yes. the effect. The fearless now, and we do it on our sh on uh, my show. Who's as well. next? By the is it Scotty? You Scott next? Scott next. Scott's next. Scott's next. And then I'm, you're next. I will just say, sorry, I, right. I just want to say one thing. Cause like Sam got all this thing. I just got one thing to sorry. say is that. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's good. It's good. Cause you are the, this is your, your thing was the ADHD and the attention. I just want people to understand that in today's society, what Instagram, what social media is trying to do, they don't care about you buying this shit. They don't want this or that. It's about your attention. Your attention is at risk. So you have to train your mind to focus. So if I'm, when my kid's born, we're doing an hour and a half of sitting and you're looking at the wall. You're meditating for an hour because your attention is now your, the biggest commodity. It used to be money. Then it was uh, your data. Now it's your attention. This is why everybody wants it. And th the key is to have your attention to yourself. And this is right. why I think to, to battle mm -hmm. the, the, the tech and the and all the, the kind of 
tech sciences that have come up. You need the social sciences to come up. You need to understand that it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay. Some people, and I would say, you know, the, the data better than me, Sam, of the ADHD and who really has it. Some kids, you got to get off your goddamn phone and you got you to get off the phone. And even like, I don't know what you guys do when I'm trying to go to bed, I go to my phone. You know what's not the answer to go to bed? Looking at infinite data and your and the eternity in your mind. It doesn't right. work. These things you have to realize. And it's kind innocent of, though. But it's yeah, innocent. Yeah, and, and listen, it's innocent, but it's it's innocent for us. It's not innocent for the people who made them. This isn't all coincidence that right. ADHD and all this stuff has skyrocketed 200, 300%, and girls' uh, depression are up 75%. And all of this is this stuff really gets me nervous. Not now, 200, 300 years from now. What is the mind? What is consciousness? going to look like if you can't focus and it's constantly being pulled to the girl's booty on Instagram. Right. I'm a, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the big, oh, we all are, guys. Scott, all right, Scott. I'm done. I'm out now. That's it. Okay. <laughs> no, I love it. And you know what? I'm going to do this. Like, so first take style, my plan was, uh, was to have that Scott do that piece. And yeah. now I'm going to finish up first take style. Right. You know how like, yeah, that's what that I feel like. One yeah. thought, right. So I'm going <laughs> to do right. that one thought at the end. Each person get about 60 seconds. What you have on your mind? I'm gonna start with um Sam, and then Scott. Oh, no. You do your one minute. I think I already did it. I've, what I have in my mind, but like, what? Just like an ending, anything? Yeah, anything you have to share before we wrap up. Well, this is to the audience. Um, the interesting thing about life is that we're all living in the feeling of our thinking. Once we see that we're living in our thinking and not the outside world. We have tremendous opportunity to see that we're all just, I'm going to make it, make it easier. We're all just one thought away from presence. We're all just one thought away from mental health. We're all just one thought away from seeing the greatest gift that's ever been given to us as beings, as conscious beings, not our physical meat jacket. And I'm talking the machine that this consciousness of Sam, this consciousness of Scotty and this consciousness of Dorado have been blessed to have this physical experience. Um, and the more we can pivot to gratitude, again, I'm no kumbaya. I'm not saying, look, life's a context sport, as Sid Banks would say. We're gonna get our knocks. We're gonna get. We're gonna. Get, sorry, Scotty, but we're gonna get punched in the face. Oh yeah. See what the, see what the other guy looked like. But yeah, at the same time, you know, what's that Chinese? Was it the Chinese proverb? Get fall down so many times and get up. Scott, you probably know this. You're the spiritual. Fall down 10,000, you get up 10,000 more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can see the divinity within yourself by just being aware and also realizing you're not, you're not going to beat the system, ladies and gentlemen. Those techniques that you're, listen, you can try all the techniques to kind of calm your mind down, to do whatever. Not going to work long term. I, I, I'm willing to bet. The farm. I don't have a farm, Santa Barbara, but uh, that 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 once you see, like, since you're never going to win the thought and thinking game, stop playing it. Just let it. Let thought. Let thought and thinking just be there. Um, that you're going to go crazy once and again. Not like clinically, but you know what I mean. Like lose your sh your shit. Excuse me, Narada. I know you don't want me to swear, but that is liberating. Like you, you're going to go crazy now and again. You're you're. But once you can like see that and see the contrast and 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 also see the gift of 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 this this psychology that mm -hmm. we live through we living in it's it's amazing it's amazing it is amazing. Can, it's amazing
It is amazing. And ladies and gentlemen, subscribe to the Fearless Now to learn oh, and listen up to some fantastic conversations that they have. He's had episodes that brought me to tears, and I'm not the kind of guy that cries these. Let me tell I'll you. I'll you later for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? He just he just slipped me some money man, on baby. it. He just slipped me some money on the table yeah. for that one. So yeah, Scott, the floor is all yours. This is your wrap up. What you got to talk about? I'll make it, I'm gonna make it short. I just gotta tell you guys, uh the world and other people cannot tell you who you are. Take hold of your potential, commit to yourself, and be fearless. Mm. Now, and another plug to Sammy. That's it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank it. you. And everyone, causing the effect, causing the effect. Go ahead and subscribe. Boom, double bicep. Boom, chakalaga. That's right. That's how we do. That being said, oh by the way, I think the I think the the Ravens are up by two touchdowns now. Yeah, I don't want to say it. it's fourteen zip. And Dolphins. No, I think it's twenty-one seven. I think. Oh God. I kind of have it on in the background <laughs> over here, but you know, somewhere right. around there, still two touchdowns. You know, what is what it is. But with that being said, we're heading out. Love Thank you, everybody, guys. for listening. Thank you. Bye. We'll see you on the Cosmic Pay. All right. That's right.